morning, podcast listeners. How y'all doing today? I had to start the segment over because of a lot of um, explicit language. But basically, I wanted to um, just have a chill out day. I specifically ain't talking about nothing. I'm specifically not doing nothing today. Just having a chill out day. But um, I wonder what's up with the cops around here. They're looking for one of the fugitives, so they're shaking the homeless people down, telling us things like we can't be at the park. But long as the news was here, they never forced us out of this park. They appeared that they was with us, but they were not with us. So all these other people, I will be enlisting this year, you know, because we got to come up with more concrete plan than sitting on a steamer, a sewer steamer, to keep on. But you know me, I'm with it. Whatever I do on the street ministry that I have to do, I'll do it. I'm out here with the elements. Don't think that I like being out here. This isn't a project. This is real life. And anybody that's the pastor or that's a preacher right now know that our, our, uh, uh, our prophecy is the streets. Everybody that every walks of life, every walk of life, yes. Every walks of life, every tongue, yes. Every nationality, brand new. Listen, so understand that we have to be together here. Ain't no grabbing nothing. Ain't nobody grabbing nothing for you. Get away from this table. Get away. Nobody grabbing nothing for you. Just let me keep my hands up there. You ain't gonna well, heat up, me. but don't you I'm keep on doing it. I'm on my podcast. I respect you. I'm on my podcast, though, brother. Okay, brother. If you respect me, don't yeah. interrupt this podcast okay, again, Flip. I understand what you're going through till you go. Get some heat. Please don't keep on doing this. Y'all on the podcast. Just playing. All right. So she don't have to do this. I hear you, though. I hear you. And that's what I was trying to do to get you. It does not matter. She does not care about what you're talking about. She was here. And all this stuff is just interruption. I'm doing a live podcast. And the devil's best job is to try to keep you away from your job. You and I know that the devil is a big light. He comes to destroy us. He come to kill us. He come to rob us. And what's the best way to rob somebody? Through their pride, through their dignity, and through their joy. Because if you rob me, you took my pride, my dignity, and my joy. You robbed me of my right is almost like raping a man and taking his birthright from him. You understand what I'm telling you? I don't know if any of y'all ever been robbed, but the feeling of a man taking a gun, a 30 with the 40 round drum, walking me in the center, and robbing me as a man. Understand this. I know that I'm a preacher, and I know that I don't supposed to do nothing. 
or my pride that has been shooken, it wants to do. But see, we got to understand that flesh will always battle spirit. You feel me? So I'm taking a long battle and I'm adding on to things to it. But I ask these people that come up on here in front of my podcast to stop talking about any negative thing that has not had nothing to do with the podcast because it shows up on you. And I'm only wanting my people to be aware and alert that I am recording. And I don't want them to be thinking long and I don't want snitch. He recorded us. Hey, where you going? You t- hey, where you going, cousin? That's a good decision. That's a good decision. I ain't mad at you because I love you. I just want you to know that. I'm not the best cousin in the world. But I want you to know you're my cousin at least. And I'm going to try harder to get better for you and my family. That's right. That's right. It's time to make a change. We the hills that can do it. And so you going home for good? I thank y'all, man, for being good listeners. It just hurts my heart, though, that these police feel that it's fair to keep people out homeless with nowhere to go. Hold on, these people don't really have nowhere to go. They can't even find a backpack. Look at this woman. She's really looking for a backpack right now with all her earthly belongings in that backpack. But at least we get to travel while we're alive with our things. One thing I have never seen is a man take all his worldly possessions to the grave with I'm going to tell you one thing that a man can take with them forever. It's called tender, precious moments. Like when we're barbecuing, like we're congregating as people. Y'all notice there really wasn't no fighting today. It was actually a peaceful day. But if you think about the few incidents, it took you away from the fact of the grandeur and the gesture of this day. But I don't want it to be taken away. That's why I'm going to do a podcast today and tomorrow. That's my commitment that I talk about it. That's what my podcast is about. That's what the street ministry is about. People got something to say. And there's nothing that should stop us for our freedom of speech. Before I became a pastor, I was a man. You understand me? So I'm telling every man on this podcast... Y'all need to man up. Y'all need to quit playing these little boy roles and these player roles and that old gun-toting role. That is not a man. That's still a little boy. Drive-by and shooting is stuff that we did as little kids. You understand? But when you grown, you make grown folk decisions. Can y'all feel? Understand I got like 45 minutes to spread my word. If y'all don't want to hear it not, y'all gonna hear it. Because we need to come together. There need to be a solution. 
If we're going to stand for something, we're going to fall for nothing. You understand that the more we sit here and the more they keep pulling us out, then pretty soon they're going to start arresting us and harassing us too. Understand it. Arresting us and harassing. See, they're trying to take this part back in a different way. You're never going to be able to take this part back if you had hockey games, whatever you had. We're going to be out here for it all. Now, if y'all think people are looting the city now, why would y'all bring in a whole new crowd to get their cars and their belongings and everything else checked? If you're not homeless and you're not about this life, you should nowhere be in the park that has been the homeless park for years since I've been here. So many people haven't been here as early as 83 and 84. If you was not here in 1983 and 1984, you can't tell me nothing about this city. I've seen it and I've done it all right here in Lansing. And believe me, Lance is a place where you can raise your kids. It's diversity here. You know what I'm saying? There's black and white. There's all walks of life for people. When you've been all your life around people, that's nothing. Like a mean black Muslim, mean Presbyterian, a mean Catholic. None of that has nothing to do with God. What about the love? What about the time? What about the plans? And how we're going to proceed? Of course, we're a lost bunch. So it's going to take us a while to get it right. But I see some people right here at the lowest, who even at their older age, who are going to shine like light, shine like diamond, shine like the stars in heaven. Said the nation that had been held down and kept for many years would be one day as many as the stars. Do y'all hear me? So your eye may shine and your teeth may grit. But now one of these homeless people this year, y'all gonna get. We don't need to be in y'all systems. We don't need to be locked up. We need to be put back to work. These women need to be restored as women. And the drugs that elude them should no longer be on these streets. So I agree with brotherhoods against drugs. But you have to be doing drugs to know when to come out and how to come out. See, that's the thing about it. The street ministry is that the only way you we gonna come out is if you provide us with a home sanctity well guess what it's still going to be the system still will be a revolving door of people going in and out I know during my time at homeless I always committed me a crime I didn't have a woman, children, nothing at this time I had nothing that I cared about I was in a relationship with a girl I sold drugs and the only thing I did was drink at that time Understand me. I never kept women around. If I wasn't going to use them for sex or to clean up my house, why are they here? I didn't know how to have a normal conversation 
with a woman. But with a man, I can have all kinds of plenty of conversation. Yeah? Most uncomfortable thing ever, though, is having a conversation with a woman. And I figure every conversation I have with a woman goes bad anyway. Pregnant. Even pregnant women agitated at Children. They agitated at But all through all that, I always ask Who do you love? And I also tell them that we all we got. When your friends are dead and gone, when your cousin is dead and gone, ain't another cousin. So we have to enjoy these moments while we can. And we cannot enjoy these moments living in the fall. And I understand sometimes drugs is only an escape. Alcohol is only an escape. You know what? As long as I'm drunk, I'm giddy as ever. But guess what happened when that buzz go down? I am sour. I become bitter. I become angry. I become aggressive. Do you understand what it's like? You've been drinking alcohol all your life. Somebody comes along one day and say, hey, quit. As if it's that easy. Probably have been that easy, we wouldn't even be having to say quit. We wouldn't have to say stop. We would know our marching orders. We would know when it's time to get up out of the muck. And what kills me is that there's people that OD right here in this park. And my question was, are they aware that they almost died? Are they aware that there's people who really love them? But when you're on drugs and alcohol and you're homeless, and you mentally ill, it gets all mind-boggling. It gets puzzled. So we need a release to break the puzzle. But that don't make us not human. We fall down. But we get up. I want y'all to understand what a saint is. A sinner who fell down and got back up. See, demonic people are the type of people that get drunk, vomit, and lay in it. I don't know about y'all, but when I get drunk, I can't lay in no vomit of my own feces. I can't, even when I'm drunk, you hear me? And I barely can make it that bathroom. I bet you I can make it away from that throw up to a dry part of this carpet. And if they ever get up to throw up in the morning, I guarantee you I'll be much obliged to get it up. But that's the problem when you're so in the muck. You know, you drunk, you know what I mean? And, and people trying to get you up. Have you ever been drunk, so drunk that when people try to get you up, your legs are wobbly, they stubble. I mean, people can't even pick you up. Because you're a drunken mess. Now, can you imagine on my wife's anniversary, a woman stole all my money, everything that I own, walked up the street with a bunch of guys at. That she knew that if I come down there, that they was going to do something to me. But see, understand I live by a code, I live by a name, and that means I'm never scared. So I went in the house 
I packed two knives, added double clips to each one of them, come out with that Miles Bird pump. You understand what I'm saying? So I ain't come out here to play with these people. Somebody going to feel me or they going to hear me when I roar. So the people in Lansing know me, know I, if you see Psycho walking with a gun, it's dead serious. It's no game. And whoever my target is, he got all my center attention. So I went to this target and drew down on him in front of his wife and his children, drew down on her too. And told him, everything that he loved, I'll take it away from him. All this old big talk about how you get money and how much of a bomb nigga I am and all that. This same bomb will take your life. This same bomb will rob you and kill your kids. Understand I have nothing. Us people on these streets don't have nothing. You cannot keep playing with our pride and our humility. Because then it becomes war and disaster and art towards the person who started no. When it's time to go to war, everybody act like they're ready for war. But when you get out and you find out they're not ready. Of course they had to call the police to get me out of the way. Guess what? When you got children, they can never get you out of the way. And one thing I know about God is that he'll never lose his power. So if he'll never lose his power and we Christians, we should never lose our power. We should never, never be foggy and not keep our mind on God. Because if you lose your power, then guess what? You out of touch with God. Sin is like a stitch in his nose. He abhor But let me tell you what God adores. When we come to him. And you know one thing the devil don't like? It's that we came to God. People think that when you become a Christian, that the devil don't attack you with all his tenfolds. That means he'll use any element that you love. You pay descriptive attention to what I'm telling you. Anything that you love, he'll try to take it away from you. Anything you love more than God, He'll take it away from you. And I don't want nothing took from me. And everything that devil took from me, I want it back. You know, I, I could have lost it all sitting in that prison. I had babies out here. Yes, I made mistakes. I can't lie, I'm not perfect. But my heart is a heart of gold. When I love, I love hard. Each and every last people running on me. And you know what be my my worst fear? You telling me that you're going to take this away from me. You don't like to be out of society. You're thinking that these people don't love you. But they're waiting you to get home. I used to see homeboys go, I can't wait for LD to get home. I was one of them niggas. I had already lost Robert Piggott. I don't got too many friends out here. You know what? To lose my homeboy. And never think that I see you again out here on the other side. But you see how good God is? He allowed us to be in the land of the living one more time. 
I remember being told I wasn't going to make it past 21. Hold on. First all these people did this little baby like that. I want y'all to look at my side for a minute. This baby out here, foster, over 100 foster homes. Tell me I've been alone in abuse all my motherfucking life. And nobody never know what the next man goes through. They only thinking he's a pastor. What y'all think pastor ain't a man? Y'all don't think he hurt? Y'all don't think that he get down on his knees when trouble rise and talk to Jesus? That's what y'all gotta do. No matter what this world offer you, the world will offer you all kinds of limits. But when the world give you limits, you have to make lemonade. But you can't do all that in the fall. So Christians, come up out of that. Stop being scared to stay. Stop being afraid to love each other. Our worst fear is that one day we will have to kill our own. You know, I had so much anger towards my daddy. I said that when I get older, I'm going to kill this man. I had no more enemy that I hated more than I hated my dad. Guess what? When you become a Christian, you begin to look over your whole life. First of all, these people were babies raising babies. A disobedient baby. So I shouldn't blame whatever happened to me on my mother and father. But I hadn't seen that man since I was four or five. Next time I see that man, I'm taking him to his resting place. And I had to look down at that casket. For years, these people say, you look like your daddy. You look like your daddy. You know what I'm saying? This man is light-skinned, like a pale light-skinned, like almost a white, almost like his color, with green eyes. He's six feet six, 300-some pounds. You know how I many people he had to take to get his casket to his last resting place? But they got pictures. And me in my white suit, looking proud as ever to take my manzy to his last place. See, I feel I can do better than him, right? Because I set aside my anger. I set aside what happened to me. Then I started to forgive. And I had to forgive them people. You know what it's like to be a prince? Festering. Just, you know what I mean? Just festering, bro. F my mama, F my daddy, F my friends, F everybody. They left me in here. Ain't no letters come from me. No visits come from me. No rotations. You know what? The only thing I thrived on was pain. I would not tell ready for them niggas to fight me. You know what it's like to come a barbaric animal? When you win it, I came to a decision. I'm never going to make it out of here. And I'm fine with it. Because I have nothing and nowhere to go out here anyway. So why would I not identify with being locked up? Guess what I couldn't identify with? Coming home. Now, what kind of man you know the police are dragging them? 
to try to get him to come home. I'm telling him it's winter. I ain't got nowhere to go. Where I'm going to go? This is the same thing I'm asking about the homeless people now. I don't care what these people did. Oh, what's the life of people here? Y'all don't know women been molested. Huh? Speak on it. Speak on men have been blocked from being men. You can make a man bend over, cough, pee when you want him to pee. Put them on mother effing uh, uh, behavior management chair where they got you locked on, strapped up all the way to your head as if they've been the hang. You know what? I just realized then that white people was dirty. That they really don't care about people like us. See, I wasn't raised in the generation uh, slavery or black and white. But if I was to judge now, I would see even their pressures in God's sight. You know what? I'm like Malcolm X. I was brainwashed too. You, there's not one person that'll come to me, a white person that come to me, and I believe that they have love in their heart for me. You understand what I'm saying? But when you go to prison and you experience God's people doing their job through you, receiving their blessings through you, it made me realize that I do have a reason to be out here. God say you can serve me in prison or you can serve me out here. Then God say, now that you are free, you are free indeed. I mean, you're more than a conqueror. Yeah. Right? You are joint heirs. We are joint heirs with God. That means we family. Each and every last one of us are brothers and sisters. Even the white people that you see that come up here amongst us. The Mexicans, the Chinese, any people that you think of, they're God's children. And when you begin to see beyond their color, that's when you'll notice they love. When you see beyond our faults, you see we are lovely people. Now we appreciate that that lady, Abby, I don't know her last name, but just as much as we've been out here, this one specific lady has put it on the line that she loved God, right? And that she loved people. That don't inspire you. It inspired me. It inspired me to know that I'm more than a sinner. It inspired me to know that I'm more than filth. You know what? Who are we to think that we're not going to go through things? Hold on. All through our life, we went through things. Right? It's a journey. And people can't be bitter and sour about a journey. Because when we die, a lot of people be bitter and sour about it. I'm quite sure. But when the Lord say you got to move, on my mama, you got to move. And I don't mind sharing a few tears with you, Brent. I don't mind being here with you people today because y'all are my church. The people is the church. As long as two or three are gathered on my name, there I'm in the midst also. I mean, God is in the midst of us. And we're asking you, Lord, 
Jamaica enemies are first too. That even means the police. We want them under our feet. We want them to even step aside and don't block the way. Because heaven is my goal. I'm sorry. When we sinners, we're filthy. But who are we to not admit that we are sinners and that we are filthy? They say black people nasty, that means we filthy. But we ain't nasty. You understand what filthy is, though? We good people, we did a lot of dirty things ourselves. And we blame people. Hey, everything I did, bring I blame somebody. But somebody told me, everything that you went through, all the people that beat on you, all the people that talked about you, all the people that called you names, did you know that there was Zion calling and choosing you? to a higher place of glory. And some people don't listen. I don't listen, Brenda. That's why I went to penitentiary and stuff. I had the brains to finish school, which I finished school with the highest GPA, which is still confusing me today because there was some kids in there that was richer, smarter, smelled better. But they ain't go through nothing, Brenda. They were privileged. And me, everything that I got, I had to work for. And all of us had to work and strive to have and to do better. If y'all understand what y'all striving for, you're striving to have and do better. And whoever said that a woman don't deserve a man is a liar. Listen. God made ye men and women. Made women one with the man. So it ain't no equal rights in my mind. It ain't no woman got different rights than the man. We all out here need to be on the same wave plane, the same wavelength. And we need to be together. This is when I'm at home by myself, Brenda, on board. You hear me? But when I'm out here with my people, it does not matter if I'm bored. It does not matter if I'm homeless. I'm with my family. Hey, come on. Hallelujah. That's something that we should be praising God about. And I thank y'all for this podcast time. It's been so real. There's not bitterness in my heart towards the police. There's not bitterness in my heart towards white people anymore. Oh, I hated white people. You know? Nobody couldn't tell me. Look, that's only brainwash. You learned that there's some people of all kinds of olive branch walk alike. Now, we couldn't even understand, like, oh, these Chinese people, they eat maggots and worms. That's our impression of these people. Until I had one. So I don't eat worms. I don't eat worms. I don't eat that. We told you we eat caterpillars and stuff. We eat the same food y'all eat. Chicken, beef. We couldn't believe that. Being from the ghetto and being taught what we was taught. Ah, that's strange, y'all. We never find out that Psycho went to a foster home. 
and his foster parents were white and black. So that was pretty great. I want y'all to listen, podcast. I don't stop these people from cursing. They almost act like that I'm better than. If y'all hear this on my podcast, please just appease them. Because nothing that I'm saying has been pre-recorded. Everything I say is live. I mean, straight out here. Straight raw feelings, straight emotions, talking about what's real. And I thank all my friends for at least trying to tone it down. Because they don't tone down and turn down for nobody, you hear me? These are the real people. If I can get them to sit here this long and listen, then they ain't allowed to say something. So y'all forgive me. Every time y'all hear a curse word being said, pray for them and forgive them. That's what the street ministry is all about. Us coming together in the name of unity. If we fail to come together as one, we should not come together at all. One heartbeat, one city. We ain't talking about all other cities. We cannot say the other cities now. But before Lansing reaches destruction, we already got a young bunch of young babies and young women down. They have never met the chance to have a husband. They have never had a day to raise their children. And it's friends of mine. They have could have lost their whole life. You know, it's like to see somebody again that you haven't seen in 30 years. You can just fun in that person if they fund you. You know what I'm saying? But you have a life and I have a life. That means when you're in prison, you're out of sight and you're out of mind. I mean, you're dead to society. What it's like for can somebody like Psycho come to the park and I see somebody like that I haven't seen in years. Maybe it don't do you all good. Maybe like F to do. You know what I'm saying? But if you can hear the rejoicing in my heart, because I know the good in you. I know the things you've done, the people you've helped. I was there. I saw the feeling in your eyes when you were helping me. It was a good feeling. But see, stuff took you away. That's the devil trying to cloud your mind. You know what? You have to say to yourself, I could have lost my whole life behind my eyes. So I don't want to destroy my own self. Self-destruction is the word destruction. That's why they made this song, self-destruction. You hear it for self-destruction. Hey, that's real. You say, I didn't have to run from a white man. And I shouldn't have to run from a black man. And I shouldn't have to run from a group plus way. Yeah, straight up, y'all. Be real. It's been good talking to y'all. I like to have y'all comments, questions, and reply. And I want y'all to, uh, one day we're going to go, first off, I'm going to go to City Hall. The next week, I want to put on a total nonprofit organization. And I would like my cousin to be hood by my side, helping me pull this together. Now, it ain't going to easy, easy for us. But Jerry Song said, time to make the change. We are the people who can do it. And I thank you, podcast listeners. Let us pray. Lord God, I thank you for being Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Lord God, I thank you for being the bright and morning star. 
Lord God, I ask you to please, sir, forgive us of our wrongs, Lord. And bring us back in the perfect relationship with you, God. Lord, we know that we fall down. But Lord, we also know that we get up. Lord, we know that we are sinners. And we ask that you please, sir, wash us as clean as the snow. Father God, bring us back in the perfect with you. Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah, God. We know that you are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Lord, we know that you are the bright morning star, Father God. And Lord, we just thank you for everything amen. that has breath. Amen. Let us say amen. amen. I see y'all later podcast listeners. Y'all should tap in real talk. <laughs>